Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new Pennywise podcast. I'm your host, Terry Barr. And Pennywise, of course, is brought to you by Lee Enterprises. Happy to have joining me today. Oh, boy, do we have a lot to talk about today with regards to infrastructure and in particular housing. This is going to be a really interesting conversation. Natalie Campisi and Natalie is a mortgage and housing analyst with Forbes Advisor. Natalie, thanks for being here with me again. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You know, we are hearing a lot of discussion uh, with budgets coming out across all the different states and also at the federal level talking about infrastructure, but really targeting housing. Why is this such a big deal right now? Housing is sort of all the buzz and it's, you know, housing is such a big issue for everyone, whether you're a home buyer, a renter, um, a high wage earner or a low wage earner. And Biden has um, made sure to address some of the gaps that we're seeing in housing between some of our highest earners and lowest earners in this trillion dollar infrastructure bill. So it's sort of a once in a lifetime opportunity to pour money into some issues that have been um, going on for a while. Yeah. Um, and we're hearing the the housing market is still, it's been blowing up for probably the better part of the last year. Is that right? It's incredible. I mean, yeah. it's really incredible. We What we're seeing is sort of the opposite of what happened um, during the housing bubble and, and crash, ultimate crash in 2008 is right. then it was lots of inventory and a lot of borrowers that might might be considered low risk borrowers. So mm -hmm. they were getting big mortgages and very risky, you know, borrowers and mortgages. So it just led to this crash. And right now what we have is low inventory. So few houses and really um, low risk borrowers. So people with high credit scores with big down payments lining up to, to get a house. Oh my goodness. Um, okay. So when you think about what the president is trying to put together, how would something, and, and the numbers astounding, how would something like this end up being funded? So it will be funded in a few ways. One of the, the main ways would be through uh, taxes. So he's going to, he's proposing to raise the corporate income, ta corporate taxes from, I think uh, right now it's around 21%. So it would go up to 28%. Wow. Um, yeah. So a little bit of a bump, but when you consider that before Trump, they were 35%. Trump slashed them to 21%. So Biden's sort of splitting the difference. He's not going all the way back up to that 35% number. So it's it would be around 28%. Okay. Um, and then uh, they, they would fund this this uh, you know these these housing uh, projects through a variety of things, um, some community block grants, um, different state and local funding, that sort of thing. But yeah. taxes would be a big way to to do that. Okay, and even though this really is a federal plan, it, mm -hmm. it sounds like they got to get some buy-in from leaders in all the different states too, if they really want to make something happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they have to, you know, um, get the cooperation of states. Hopefully states will um, take some of these incentives that Bi Biden is proposing to throw mm. their way from tax mm -hmm. incentives to loosen these strict zoning laws so that we can build more affordable housing. Okay. And, and of course he has uh, what I guess we would consider five main steps to making this happen. And 
One of those is affordable housing, but in particular, I find this interesting, he's targeting affordable housing for renters. That's, that's step one. What is that all about? Yep, absolutely. So yeah. he's he wants to, uh, in a couple different ways, he wants to add more inventory to the rental uh, supply pool right now that we have. Yeah. So that might include building new uh, affordable rental units, as well as retrofitting and updating some, um, some units that need to be updated. And he wants to target um, some areas that aren't represented. So maybe tribal communities, rural communities, places like that. Mm. Um, and another way he wants to help is by injecting about $40 billion into public housing. Oh, wow. um, you know that, yeah, it's really important and public housing has uh, been hurting for a long time. So he would update public housing and he'd also uh, make sure that there's broadband access um, and even yeah. you know energy efficient energy efficient upgrades and things like that. That is all so important. And, and you know, even though we're talking about renters right now, um, I think it's a similar situation, isn't it? it? The inventory is low to find an affordable place to rent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. It's just across the board. It's really difficult. So um, there's a lot of work to be done. And on the flip side, by doing this, you're putting a lot of people to work. You know, <sighs> you're really, you know, increasing the jobs that we need to, to sort of be increased right now. We, we got that big dip in, in employment numbers because of right. COVID. So this would really help the job market as well. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, the number two in like the main steps is um, building affordable homes. Imagine that because we know right now that, as you mentioned earlier in our conversation here, the, the market you can't keep up with the cost of housing right now. So um, how would this work? How, how does he think he could build affordable homes? So he wants, he's, it's a couple ways. So okay. again, it would depend on taxes and he wants to give builders and, um, and uh, contractors big tax incentives to build about 500,000 affordable wow. homes. It's a big number and it's still nowhere near enough, but it's a start. Um, so that would give people who might not have had access to home ownership a shot at becoming homeowners. We know there's a big divide between white and black homeowners. And part of that is yeah. that black homeowners have not had the luxury of getting some of the generational wealth that white homeowners mm -hmm. have because of um, you know inequities in, in laws and rules and things. So this would would help to narrow that gap. Okay, we could answer a couple of problems then with with this affordable housing move. So that's pretty terrific. Um, there's also the idea of eliminating um, exclusionary zoning laws. What does that mean for people who have never heard of that before? Well, if you live in places like California where inventory is so low and yeah. home prices are so expensive, you you're, you might be familiar with exclusionary zoning laws. And basically what that is, is where you there are laws that prevent builders from um, putting in uh, multifamily units in certain neighborhoods or putting in smaller units, maybe houses with smaller yards. So there are all of these laws. And what happens is that it shrinks the number of homes available. It shrinks mm. the number of affordable homes available. And it also increases 
current homeowners' property values. So homeowners, you know, they don't really have to do anything, but by virtue of these laws, their property values rise. And when they go to resell, mm -hmm. it's super expensive. And so that's why you have in places like Los Angeles, 50% of the population, I believe, is uh, about is the renters. And it's, you wow. don't see that in the rest of the country. And part of that is these sort of um, really strict zoning laws. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go right ahead. I was just going to say, you know, the federal government can't change those laws. So what Biden wants to do is put some of these tax incentives in place so that states um, will roll back some of them. I might have said that, but not no, <laughs> I, I, I don't think you can emphasize that enough okay. because, again, it, it brings the government together at all levels, having to uh, sort of play nice with each other. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Okay. How about um, updating? Uh, and we did talk a little bit about this just a minute ago, but upgrading, updating. Oh, boy. This sounds like a big project, but it probably really needs to be done working on public housing. It's a big project and yeah. it absolutely needs to be done. You know, when you think about housing, you think about equality of life and for mm -hmm. not only, you know, individuals, but their children. Um, if you have a multi-generational uh, home, you know, you want to make sure that where you're living is, um, is livable. And some of these places um, are just really in need of repair, upgrades. Um, and that might include things like, um, you know, solar panels to make it more affordable, which also trickles down to taxpayers. Mm -hmm. um, looking at, you know, the cost of public housing, but also, you know, access to high-speed internet and things like that. Oh, wow. And boy, did we find out how really important the internet is in the last year, especially. No kidding. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I've had some neighbors uh, text when their internet goes out and they're both working at home and trying to educate their kids at the same time and no internet. I, I can't imagine not being without it. So thanks for bringing that up. That's really important. And then I, I love this one, the whole idea of just clean energy investments kind of across the board. I know, um, yeah, the solar panels are becoming a big deal, even on, you know, everybody's personal homes. They're, they're putting it on there to save some money. Yes, this is something that Biden included in the infrastructure um, bill, and it's really important. And he would invest money in um, in upgrading some of our outdated technology and, and putting in sort of these, um, you know, these solar panels and clean energy investments into into new buildings and existing buildings. Okay, great. Well, that pretty much breaks it down. So, what can we? take away from this? And I, even more importantly, maybe when could something actually happen? <laughs> That's a great question. You know, one thing to take away is that, um, you know, states and cities are really far behind in inf infrastructure yes. since the, the, um, the last sort of economic downturn. And mm -hmm. so this is sort of a long time coming. And I think it would really infuse um, not only dollars into our economy and, and get people working again, but it really would up the quality of life for so many Americans. Um, so I think that's one thing to consider when you're looking at this big number, you know, but what is it, um, what is it kind of bringing back to, to Americans and not just now, but generations from now. Um, so it's, it, it is kind of a shocking number, as you mentioned before, but it's also 
also an investment in our country and, and our, the people who live here. Um, and I, as far as when this will get passed, it might take a while. You know, there's going to be some back and forth. So, of course, this is just Biden's blueprint. You have some um, uh, Democratic lawmakers that want even more, more spending. Um, uh, AOC and Bernie Sanders just proposed a Green New Deal for public housing, which wow. would infuse $100 billion into uh, public housing. So that's quite a bit more than what Biden's proposing. So mm -hmm. there, there will be back and forth. And, you know, the, the Democrats are going to pr pretty much need every vote to get this passed. So I think we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to wait a little bit to see it go through. Okay. And, and I guess here's the biggest question. Do you think it can happen? I mean, I it needs to happen, right? But will it happen? Absolutely. I, it definitely needs to happen. I do think it will happen. We might see some compromises in there um, so that it can happen. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, where they cut and, and what sort of um, the, the ways they decide to fund some of these, these projects. So, um, but I do think it will eventually happen. Okay. Wow. Natalie Campisi with Forbes Advisor, and she is a mortgage and housing analyst. Terrific to talk with you. I know this could be a tough topic, but thanks for breaking it down for us. And we'll be watching to see what happens with this. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for uh, joining us for a new Pettywise podcast. I'm Terry Barr. <laughs>